0: This is interactive here. I'm, I'm here to help what facilitate. What kind of do you use when determining buying the next press, increasing the DTS? Like do you have. Market? When do you buy? When do you buy? Okay, so digital, you you want to have a market in place, right? The life of the digital product is nine months to a year, because the next iteration is going to come out on that cycle. So if you buy a product mm-hmm. that's a digital product, particularly DTG and you don't have a mature market in place, you're gonna be dead. You're gonna lose money on that deal. So the best way to do it is to contract out as you develop your market and your reputation around it. And once you've got it contracted out and you've got all the bugs worked out, you know the lingo and you see what the problems are, then at that point, then you can make the purchase. Because as soon as you plug it in, you should have orders waiting for it. When you're growing your business and you're trying to say, when do I add more employees? The rule of thumb that I use is, the very minimum absolute minimum is a hundred thousand dollars of sales per employee. So if you're a million dollar company and you have 10 employees, you're skirting the edge, you're, you're probably going to be break even at that point. And especially with the labor, the way it's going today, right? For my own business, (coughs) I use 400,000 in revenue per employee. And why do I use it so high? It's because I have marketing expense. It's, it's the acquisition cost, it's positioning in the market, it's doing the different kinds of things that I do, come out of that extra margin. And I wanna be able to pay my employees a very high rate. I don't want them leaving. I want them doing work that they love to do and feeling fulfilled and you know that they're worthwhile and they're important and they're being compensated well for it. So it's part of that culture. From your standpoint, with Profit First, which you'll hear from Mike McCallowitz today, which is great. I feel like I'm the warm-up act, you know, the opening act for Mike Um, uh, because I'm such a huge fan of Profit First, and, uh, to the point where I went out and I got certified as a Profit First professional, and then like three months, four months later, I got certified as a master uh, Profit First. So they, they've certified three different types of individuals. They certify accountants, which are like CPAs, bookkeepers, which are the QuickBooks guys that do your work, and consultants and coaches. So it's the ABCs. So I'm the consultant and the coach, and now the thing that's really fun is I'm getting to coach on business development the accountants and the bookkeepers. So at the mastery level, I'm doing things to help strengthen that organization. In the meantime, from our standpoint, what it's doing is I'm developing a connected database of really high-level CPAs, financial planners, uh, wealth advisors, and bookkeepers to do the work to support your efforts here. Because the bottom line is everybody wants growth. Why do you want growth? We want to get bigger. Well, why do you want to get bigger? Because we'll make more money. Mm, Maybe not. But that's the assumption. They think that you're going to get bigger. Well, once you make your money, right, what are you going to do with that money? We're going to buy new stuff. Why are you going to buy new stuff? Well, we need to press. Why? So we can get bigger. Why? So we can make more money, right? It's a circular kind of a thing. So what's going to happen is that when you start hacking growth, is you, you get to a point where there are, there's no need for additional machines or, you know, like Mike is doing now, he's contracting out. He used to be a producer. Now he's, now he's a contractor. We don't need to do that. There's a lot of capacity in the marketplace right now. So the idea here is what does this mean in your life. As your business grows, it becomes an engine, an economic engine, and that engine funds your life, your lifestyle. You know, how much time off, how much travel do you want to have, how much of an investment base do you want to have, what kinds of assets do you want to buy, and those assets then multiply so that you get a higher return and you compound your overall net worth. I never studied this kind of stuff and it was never interesting to me. I was always about the printing know was all about the technology of digital and all that kind of stuff well i had one of those kinds of things where life got in the way of everything else and it threw everything off the track and i lost everything and it was mistakes that every single person in this room has inherent in their business i guarantee it because every company i've looked at has the same weaknesses right so when i realized that i did a post-mortem on my own business after i shut production down and i said look i can either I can either learn from this or I can be a victim of this and let these events define who I am for the rest of my life. So I found myself at age 58, starting over from zero. And out of that came Catalyst, which is what all this is about. And the reason I call it Catalyst is because it's a series of techniques and methodologies that accelerate your growth. It doesn't change anything about your business, it just makes it a whole lot better and it makes it a whole lot faster and a whole lot more more efficient. So when you buy new equipment and with Profit First, what I do is I set up what's called um, a sinking fund or a drip account. And if I'm going to hire an employee, if I think I need another employee, I'll start putting that person's wage into that account. And if I do that for six months every, every week during payroll, then I know that I can support that person. And guess what? I've got his wage for six months in a reserve. And I can either use that reserve for training and bringing him up to speed, or I can just leave it sitting there because that's extra profit, right? You've proved to yourself what that person's gonna do. And now you've got a much better idea of what the job responsibilities are gonna be and what the functions are that that person's gonna be. Because now you've got a metric, right? Which is that 100,000 in revenue. If you're hiring a salesperson, I look at a million. A salesperson is good for a million dollars or more right? So if you have a small shop and you got three or four people and you're not doing three million dollars in, in sales, it means that your sales program is not efficiently configured. And there's ways of doing that as well.